Okay, I haven't gone out of bed yet. It's nine o'clock. The cat babies are here walking around seeing what we're doing. Are we getting up? Are we staying in bed? But I didn't want to move and I didn't want to get too distracted because I had one of those dreams that you know is important. You know those dreams when you wake up that linger and you know they were more than just you processing thoughts or you traveling at night on an adventure. Like, you know those dreams where the scenes stay with you for a second before you take on waking life. And sometimes they're so symbolic in ways or abstract or emotionally charged that you just know you're going to take it with you for a moment. Like there's something you were bent to interpret or digest or sit with. You know what I'm saying? So I had a dream that's packed with many different things because I had dreams within a dream as we do. But then there's this one part that's staying with me. So I'm going to try to explain it to you. I'm going to work it out with you and hopefully offer you something in my sharing, um, in my truths. So my dream was odd. Okay, you know how in dreams you often dream about something, but it's not quite the way it is in real life. Like say, for example, you could dream about your grandmother's house. You feel it's your grandmother's house. In the dream, there's an awareness it's your grandmother's house. But it could either not look like your grandmother's house at all, or it could be slightly different. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've always wondered what that means, and I'm not sure what that means when something's like skewed, but it's supposed to be something else type of thing. Um, so anyway, in this, there, was, there wasn't my grandmother's house, though I just referenced that. What I was going to use as an example was I wasn't intending to lucid dream, but this was a dream where I had choice and control over it. You know how sometimes you have dreams where you're just kind of going along unconsciously, but in other dreams you're making decisions, like you're choosing to say or do certain things? I had that, but it wasn't full rain, if that makes sense. So to reference some things, for one, in this dream... When I was making a run for it, when I was going to my car, my car was similar to my car, but when I got to it, I was like, oh, this isn't my car, but I guess this is my car. And I was like, yeah, my car looked different, you know, but this, this is me. And I just started like packing up and getting into my car. You know what I'm saying? But I remember even in the dream being like, yeah, I have tan interior. What's going on here? Because I really believed I was in this storyline. Also in the dream, what's odd is I reference to a few people where I live. 
and I said where I really lived. And what's kind of funny is, how did I say it? I, okay, I even talked about like, yeah, no one, no, I said things that I would say in real life about it. Like, yeah, no one really knows where I am. Um, but I like where I live. I said something like that. It's a cool little community. So here's the part of the dream that was terrifying. Truly terrifying. The part of the dream that was terrifying was that I had to be back in school. Now, I constantly have had dreams about dreading being back in school. That's literally something that's traumatic for me to even consider. And I don't mean school like taking classes and going to college, learning a trade, none of those things. Those things I resonate with and I've pursued on my own. And I have more that I'll probably pursue. This, I'm talking about being back in grade school, being back in school that's elementary to college. But what made this dream unique is I'm also awake now. So I'm also awake in ways to the indoctrination. So on a feeling level for years, I felt off about school. I felt what I was learning, the structure, the way I was. There were so many things that caused me tension about being at school on a feeling level. And there was also traumas I was going through through different years in my personal lives. Sorry, in my personal, yeah, I guess lives because they were different lives I've lived. In my personal life that also didn't harmonize with school. I would also feel when dealing with really big emotions, how am I supposed to sit in this place for six, seven, eight, nine hours and focus on these trivial things that don't apply or affect my life? Like I, oh my goodness. You know, it's funny because I don't mind working hard. I do take pride in my work. Um, I I have, I realize now I've always been intelligent in ways, but never by the conforms of society's construct. You know what I'm saying? Like I was someone where I could know the answers without studying or reading the book. Um... But that same thing could get me in trouble because obviously a more prepared person is someone who studies and reads the book. So I don't know. There's many things to be said about for why I dread going back to school and don't want to have dreams about it. I had a dream about it last night where I guess what I, something I could remember myself saying in the dream was I was talking to one of my new teachers and my first day of school wasn't going well. They wanted me to dissect animals, I believe, live animals, which I would never want to do, especially now. 
And it's a little barbaric in ways. There was many things. Like, I wasn't... I didn't know anyone and I didn't mind. It was almost like I was thrown back into school and I was trying to explain like, but wait, I live over here and my car's in the parking garage. And what I had said to them was I was like, I haven't wanted to go back to school since COVID. I guess COVID set me back. I was trying to explain like, I don't even know what grade I'm in. Um, I haven't gone to school in years. I'm trying to think of the things I was saying in the dream to get people to realize like I don't belong here. But now for that part, I'm wondering if that was how I feel about work in ways now. How I feel that my views on work have shifted. My views on work and society have shifted greatly ever since 2020. And yet I still feel myself trying to be put into the confines of society, into the structure, into the lines, into what we're told we're supposed to be doing, even when it doesn't make sense for us personally. It must be something along these lines now that I'm talking about it out out loud. There was a great amount of like distress at this scene. In my dream, now that I think about it, I was managing it well on a reaction and emotional level to what was going on. I was remaining calm, but it was actually incredibly stressful now that I'm looking at my dream. And I keep trying to have somebody validate me, support me, understand me, um, realize I don't belong there and that I'm going to go and this doesn't make sense for me and I don't want to be ridiculed for that. Like there's a lot now that I'm looking at it. I was in this classroom that was hectic and chaotic. I was behind. Other people were just doing what they needed to do, like take some test. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm being tested on. And there was also this thing, I guess, about me working with animals because I can't quite remember the part about the eel in my dream. But what's odd is I've dreamed about eels a few times. That's a really random animal. So it makes me think it must be symbolic when they show up because you don't really see eels in movies. And... If you eat eel and sushi, it's just like super casual. You don't really think about the fact that it's kind of weird. It is a little odd. There, I'm sorry to say this to you guys, but there is something kind of odd about eating animals with a cotton tail. You know what I'm saying? Like recently I did smell meat and it smelled delicious. I smelled lamb chops twice recently and... I genuinely, the first time was right before my period. And honey, when I smelt those, I felt like a fucking vampire. Oh my gosh, the fact that I was about to bleed and lose some blood and probably needed some protein when I, or whatever, I don't know. I don't even know if that was that. Just being conditioned all those years, um, I used to want to eat red meat before my cycle. 
okay, it's the iron. It's the iron and the B vitamins because of the loss of blood and because I used to be anemic. So anyway, when I smelled those lamb chops, I, I felt like a fucking vampire. Oh my goodness, I couldn't focus on anything but the smell for a moment when it hit my nose. Because at first the guy next to me was like, oh, those lambs smell so good. And I'm like, what? I couldn't say, I can't smell it. And then when it hit me, I was like taken aback. I thought I was going to like change into a gargoyle or something. It was weird. So anyway, and then the other day, um, I was talking to someone who had just had lamb. So here's the thing. Back to my dream. In my dream, I was aware of the fact that I'm not eating meat and that I also didn't want to exploit meat. I think that was part of it. I didn't want to exploit them for my benefit or gain, even if it was what I was supposed to do or if it was supposed to get me ahead. Like there's so much symbol symbolism that I'm unpacking that we could all unpack from our dreams if we sat and took the time which is why I'm glad we're doing this. And my paws are like my, my personal thoughts. They're little diaries. You know, they're, they're geared for you in terms of their honesty and being vulnerable, but they're really just me talking about a moment and then moving on from it, you know? Um, but wanting to offer to you something I've learned and whatnot. So... Okay, so I must have been working with this eel and there was a test on it. I'm like back and forth with this teacher where we're in conflict. I'm trying to articulate. I'm not supposed to be here. This isn't making sense for me. I don't want to do this. But I was also like trying to go with it. I'm like, this is not, I'm going to have to go to a different school. This is not for me. <laughs> like everyone's taking a test. So I didn't, I don't specifically remember the part where the eel fucked me up, but it was the after where basically I don't remember the part, the interaction with the eel so specifically, but then I was handed a chicken. I don't know if I took it out of a cage. It was something I was supposed to obviously kill. And I'm assuming dissect this chicken, maybe. But here's where the dream gets crazy. I take this, I get this chicken, however I end up with it in class. I'm not even aware of what just happened, what trauma just happened with the eel. Because what happened with the eel is super fucked up. But I end up deciding to save this chicken. I end up taking a stance of like, I'm not taking this chicken. The chicken and I are communicating telepathically, okay? I don't think about chickens this much in waking life. I am not eating them right now. I haven't eaten them in a little over a year. I don't know what I believe about chickens. Like there's even people out there that I believe believe different birds work for the CIA. I don't know if they feel that about chickens, but I know the birds that will like perch and basically look into your windows and at you and at your house all the time. People believe work for the government and the FBI has used birds for that. Sorry, not the CIA, the FBI. 
But I don't know. Like there's, I'm, for me, it's like context. You know what I'm saying? Do I believe some birds work for the FBI? Yeah, probably. Um, is that a crazy thing to consider when a bird's like stalking you or fucking with you? Always looking into your window, always sitting, listening to you. Yes. But do I also believe we should like, uh, try to take down the FBI through birds or that like, no, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't have to use those in today's society. You know that expression, like a little birdie told me? Now we have cell phones. Like maybe birds were the ways of the FBI back in the day. Just as ravens were a way of the birds back in the day also. Like a message. So this this nature of the way we work with birds has changed significantly. If you want to even take it to that point where back in the day, it's possible you could have used a bird to carry a message. I don't believe that's just implied to fiction. It has such a strong permeance throughout stories and tales that were told, like the symbology of the raven, perhaps, you know, and even the symbology of, um, what is it? Those crows, crows and ravens, um, so those were either seen symbolically or you worked with the animal to send a message. Then we have the point in time where the FBI has outright come out. There is documentation about projects where they use birds. A little birdie told me so to gather information and collect data and spy like that has happened. So then there was the animals used in that way to then being a society where right now eggs are a hot topic. Apparently, I don't know what's going on with eggs because I don't eat them. I think the whole thing is some sort of scam as they've been doing. Like, okay, Cat Williams did a comedy recently. It wasn't his funniest. I was a little disappointed. I didn't laugh. I'm finding my humor is so different now. I tried to watch The Sweetest Thing last night because it was on. And it just seemed so vulgar to me. Like, they were singing about cock in it. They were dancing about dick. And I remember back in the day when you're like a rebellious teenager and your mom or your friend or someone, somehow you fall across this movie. It seems cool and adult-like. But now watching it, I'm just like, it was super vulgar. It was super groomy vibes. There was parts about it that I appreciated, but it wasn't that good. It's all just about sexually charged. Like, it was all... I don't know. There's all, I can see all the programming in it. And there's some movies where you can see the programming, like The Matrix, but you'll just take it for the information they're giving you anyway, the things they're revealing, what they're really saying to you, the messages, the overall big picture. But there's these other ones that come under the guise of comedy or whatever, whatever, and they're just really a certain frequency.
Like they hit really different when you wake up to how much programming is happening subconsciously in entertainment. So anyway, back to our regular scheduled programming. Back to what we were talking about. Um, okay. To now the way that we use... Okay, so there's something obviously happening with eggs right now. Everybody's talking about eggs. I believe that's just trying to create more fear and confusion and scarcity, to be honest. I'm not going to pay that any mind because... All the prices are inflated right now. Moving to the South and seeing that people are still trying to pay and live in the Southern way, but yet the like Florida specifically has also become like New York. So it's like, okay, no, New York was New York because of the work ethic, because of the fact that people didn't mind slaving away for a dream. Like in California, you have to like exploit yourself for that dream. In New York, you have to grind for it in a different way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like in California, you could end up at lunch with someone and you fuck them and you get your dream or you let them pimp you out and you get their your dream or they use you, but you're getting your dream in some way. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Cali's on very different wave, but similar. New York was the place of like, you're going to come, you're going to grind blood, sweat and tears for that dream. You're going to fake it till you make it for that dream. You're going to be having opportunities, be in the circles, be meeting people, but going home to your 400 square foot apartment in the dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to keep up with the fashion and these streets in this dream. You're going to have to ride public transportation for this dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different way. But anyway, the South is now trying to ride the wave of inflation. So they're out here also um, with everything, with everybody flocking to live here, prices going up like crazy, but then still trying to be on the Southern time, which is slow and which is underpaid in comparison to the North as it's always been. I can't imagine what it would have been like, like to see the North and South when they were really, really split. Now it's a whole thing of it's different. Like the South isn't as far behind as it once was from the North. You know, you read about the times when you were trying to like escape segregation and being killed because of your skin tone. Um, people fleeing to the North. And that doesn't mean that the North didn't still have its problems and its racism. But anyway, getting off topic again, talking about the evolution in ways of birds and what they represent. Okay, to now, here's what's really weird is now animals are deeply, deeply exploited, like horrifically exploited for our consumption, use, gain, profit, I don't know. And then there's there's all these weird expression. They're dehumanized and they're not where dehumanized. Okay. Our human experience is dehumanized and it's manipulated spiritually. For animals, they are what would we say? 
completely, completely used and yet devalued, which is what we could also say for that's happened to like black culture, you know, like all these things connect. Everything is interconnected in ways. You want to be mindful when you see something happening to a group and you think that's just affecting that group that affects you. Okay. So you don't have to be particularly passionate about women or children or different races, but understand that if things will are happening somewhere and being done to someone, it's just a matter of time before the, the scales tip and that could be you. So if you're someone that like lacks the compassion, the intellect, the empathy, whatever it is, you had too much crap in your own life that you can't look into someone else's, I don't know. It could be many things. But whatever stops you from having that empathy, or maybe the empathy is too much, right? Some of us, it's the opposite extreme. Some of us are so sensitive that people are out here with addictions of any kind to numb themselves down to the fact that they understand that what's happening affects them. So like one and the same, this spectrum, the duality, the dual nature, the polarity here is something that I think I've noticed a long time because there's not many planets that have this range of polarity and free will. And um, this is definitely a place that has been completely controlled so that people can be kept in power so that cycles will continue. Like if you're in the know here and you've been in the know for a while and you're riding on what you know, the laws of the universe and so on, and you're using them for gain um, and exploitation, you could do that for years and years and years. Especially if you, well, that's not even, I mean, that's such a big concept. But anyway, um, to reel it in, the mind I think I just start tapping in when I start speaking like this because I just talk so fast and I go to all these different ideas and I'm not even thinking. It's just like one thought into the next. But anyway, um, so there's also expressions, which is odd that we use to try to demean something, right? Like they say you're a chicken, but yet all these people are eating chicken. So it's like, no, bro, you really are a chicken because you're it's derogatory to be called a chicken. But yet you eat them every day of your life. Like, what does that say? That's like the person that would demean strippers, but then goes to the strip club all the time. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, how what does this actually say about you? You know, or like the fact that we try to say being a pussy is a bad thing. You think like, you know how they use that expression? Oh, you're a pussy, you're a pussy, you're a pussy. And it's like been so bad. And then even when they try to give it power, they make it over sexualized and derogatory. Like, no, the real representation of a pussy is that it held you for the beginning of your life. And ever since you've left it, you've not been okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if your womb experience was subpar, um, coming out of the womb is even harsher and colder in ways, in ways, right? 
But regardless, that womb grew you. It prepared you. I don't know, whatever it is, whatever the representation is of the womb, okay? Um, the womb is constantly representing life and death. It's cyclical. It is showing the cre part of the creation process from spiritual to physical, something coming from the spiritual astral plane and moving into the physical and then that expressing as consciousness, like, um, I don't know, the pussy represents pleasure. The pussy represents the spectrum of pleasure and pain. Um, the pussy needs to be balanced. It represents keeping a balance because the pussy is way more sensitive in ways, needs to be handled a certain way rather than the dick. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, so anyway, I, I just wanted to say that to say that for one, I'm in a place in life where I don't want to eat something with a cotton tail, like a bunny or a deer. Much respect to those of you who homestead or those of you who hunt your own food. A lot of integrity there. No shade to those of you that don't have time for that or don't want to do that. But what I don't want to be is ignorant. Okay? So I'm not ignorant to the fact that I don't believe all things here are created for me personally. It's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. But let's just say I'm not eating meat right now because of something very specific that happened and because of the times. I'm not trying to go deeper into society's density. I'm trying to break free from some of the ways of this world. I think I would rather communicate with animals telepathically and use them for their skills, but in a more consensual way. Does that make sense? I don't need to be hunting and killing them and eating them every day to survive because I've managed to survive so far not eating them and I'm okay. These people that say that you can't survive, like, well, maybe we've just been very, very conditioned this way. There's so many things to each their own, right? But okay. So where I'm at right now, I, I would rather appreciate their life, admire their life, let them live free, watch how they live, see what they do, observe them in their nature. And just walk right up to them and vibe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, that's not for everyone. <laughs> so anyway, in this dream, I'm not aware yet of what's going on with my body because shit has happened. Like really scary stuff. But and I don't know. I don't know what that means quite yet. But anyway. Um, okay. I finally get out of this class after all my talking and negotiating and being in the chaos and trying to answer some questions, trying to do what needs to be done. Some stuff has happened. I get out of there. I like run to my car in the parking lot. I leave the building with this chicken. I think I'm in trouble too. I'm pretty sure I was supposed to kill this chicken in class and dissect it. I was supposed to use this chicken in some way and I end up making a run for it with this chicken. 
Now here's what's weird. I'm protecting this chicken. Like at all costs. No matter how others are viewing me, they see me as ridiculous, they see me as crazy, they see me as non-compliant. This doesn't make sense to them. They see the chicken as an inanimate object. They see the chicken as in service to us. They don't believe the chicken has a consciousness. They don't believe the chicken has any value or life outside of its death or production. So I'm literally running off to get to my SUV with this chicken. I'm carrying it like a baby, but a little more like reckless. You know what I'm saying? Like its legs are dangling. <laughs> I'm moving through crowds. I'm trying to shield and hide and get out of there. Okay. The traffic is so crazy. Ba ba ba. Um, I try to get in my car. I don't know if I had to cross a beach. I don't know why I end up at this beach. I end up at the beach with the chicken. And even then, what's so funny is the chicken, this was like a bigger chicken. This wasn't like a small dainty chicken. This was like my chicken friend, which is why I had to talk about this dream because I'm trying to understand what just happened. So, okay, what next? Then I'm at the beach. I'm trying to move through these people, I guess, before getting to my neighborhood. Um, even at the point where a wave comes and the chicken and I are walking through water and I like hold on to the chicken as some water crashes over us. And the chicken's being passive to everything. You know what is interesting? This dream is reminding me about a dream I had once to take you back. I know we're taking another detour. I once had a dream where I was at a train station with a baby and I didn't realize this baby was my baby at first, but I'm, I just all of a sudden look in my arms and I have a baby. And the world is completely chaotic and this baby's unaware and peaceful. And I'm so hellbent on protecting it that I'm like shielding it and I'm so aware and I'm stressed and the baby's fine and at peace in my arms. And then all of a sudden, like a worm got on it. And I think what that was trying to show me was like, you can only protect something so much. You can only keep it from the chaos of the world so much. Um, there is things that are going to happen. Because in the dream, I just like immediately like swatted away the worm, you know? But I remember this dream really stuck out to me because I wondered, you know, the baby wasn't responding to or crying to all the chaos. It was responding to me and my stress level. And now I noticed this chicken was similar to that, where I didn't hold it the way that I did for the baby in the dream years ago, but I had a certain care and protection with it. And the chicken was fine and resilient and responding to me. 
you know, so I couldn't show how stressed I was internally. But in both dreams, I was aware of this on a deep, deep level. Other people were seeing me as cool and respondent, not reactive. You know, reactive is like everything can throw me off course. Respondent is like you're responding to the external stimuli, but it's not going to break you or get you to fumble. You're just going to keep figuring it out, you know? So anyway, I'm even protecting this chicken at the beach and people are asking me about it. And I'm like, I'm going to take it home, get it out of here, take care of it, give it a life. Um, but then I realized at the beach that at school, the eel I was supposed to kill or dissect or whatever, it bit me. The eel like stung me. It must have done something to me because all of a sudden I literally realize that I have all these lines. These deep, deep lines of like trauma from whatever happened with the eel. Okay, so I'm so focused on saving this chicken. I'm so focused over here on saving something. Hmm, now the dream has different meaning. I neglected myself by trying to fit into a situation that wasn't right for me, that it's left me with some scars and some pain. And now other people are trying to help me, but I've already been dealt the trauma. Now all we can do is get the venom and the poison out of me. Hmm. And even after it doesn't show physically, how long is it with you internally? Do you flush it all out at once? Or does it take time for that poison to truly leave, that trauma? If the poison is symbolic of trauma induced from trying to do things that aren't you, that compromise you, that cost you, that go against your integrity. I mean, whoa. Now I'm realizing this dream was jam-packed with psychology and a therapy session for me. I wasn't even thinking about the way my leg looked at the beach with these people who were trying to help me. I was so bent on this chicken So at some point I got out of there and I get this chicken back to my place, which looks different than how my place looks. And we're still on the run. Why? Why were we? I'm going to have to sit with this because this just went a different direction. I had more realizations than I anticipated. Okay, so how can we apply, how can my story apply to you? What can I offer to you? Okay, what I can offer is when a dream stays with you, it doesn't just disintegrate as you wake up, doesn't just evaporate. When a dream stays with you, if you have the time, if you can make the time, if you can take the moment, 
sit with it for a second. Digest it, reflect on it, integrate it, write it down if necessary, look up the symbolism on Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever you use, Ask Jeeves, I don't know how old school you are or new school. So anyway, um, look up symbolism of different things. Take and discard what makes sense and what doesn't. If you read something, whether you like it or not, if it feels like that's what it was, then learn to look at that. If it feels that this is an interpretation, but this does not apply to me specifically, this is perhaps a valid perspective, but it is not my own, then discard it. I saw some things about chickens that made sense to me. I saw some things where I said this is not what it was. There was no reference to eggs in the dream. I wasn't trying to eat it. Um, there was, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you dream about something, explore it within you and then possibly grab resources if necessary. Um, connect with the ones that make sense. Discard the ones that don't. If a dream emotionally charges you, I didn't feel particularly emotionally charged when I woke up, but now that I've understood it differently, there are some emotions happening. But if a dream has you emotionally charged when you wake up, what are these emotions there to tell you and show you? If you wake up in a state of panic, grief, excitement, longing, anticipation, fear, distress, what your emotions are indicators. What are they trying to reveal to you? What are they saying? Why are you feeling it right now? Well, when you lean into that feeling, you can slowly dissolve it, shift it, change it, alchemize it. So, Okay, what do the things you choose to focus on in waking life say about you? What do the things that seem to be on your subconscious in a moment or consistently say about you? What is your subconscious or life or your environment, or your dreams, trying to offer you? What kind of role do you play in your dreams? Are there themes in your life and in your dreams? What can we learn from everything, from all, all things, all exchanges? Can you radically shift your life in your waking life and in your dream life? I know someone who believes he has forgiven people and healed situations through dreams. Which is more important? Or are they both of equal value?
what do you try to ignore in your waking life or in your dream life? What wisdom and all-knowing and truth is in your subconscious? I work with the subconscious ever since April. I work with it in a way where I have a tool that I use with it. We're all always working with it, but I work with it. I have different awareness and understanding of it since April. I understand its significance and role in our lives, its importance. I understand actually I was working with it for years in my own practice and I didn't realize that's what I was doing because of the ways that I was choosing to remain asleep. So anyway, don't be a chicken <laughs> or, um, or should I use that? Be a chicken. What can we learn from chicken? Why do we call someone chicken? Why don't we call them just human when someone's being afraid? Chickens, actually, if you think about it, are incredibly brave. Do you know how brave you would have to be to be seeing your friends just slaughtered, defeathered, treated like inanimate objects? Do you think chickens don't feel anything? That they don't feel any sort of distress? If everything is consciousness, your table is consciousness. I hate to tell you that, but this is getting into like quantum physics. Um, I'm not trying to get you to feel any sort of guilt. That is not what I'm about. I'm not trying to make you think you should or shouldn't be doing something. I'm just trying to talk about things that are happening. There are things that are happening, whether regardless of what our beliefs are toward it, our actions are toward it, or our ignorance toward it. There are certain things that have an effect, especially when they're so intricately linked to us. So anyway, what I wanted to say is this is strange irony that we say, don't be a chicken, when really we should say, don't be human, because humans do many ridiculous things that are not necessary, that are... Um, fearful. Humans could be driven by fear or by love. It's a choice. How they choose to engage is their journey. That's their free will. But chickens are actually incredibly brave. It's not as, you know, you don't think of it as like how you would looking at a lion you know, you might look at a chicken or a lion and because a lion could eat a chicken, you think like a chicken is not brave. A lion is just doing the nature of the lion. Look at its teeth. Those teeth are not meant to eat spinach or berries. Those teeth in that digestive system are meant to eat the different animals on the food chain. But a chicken is actually incredibly brave. I don't know if a lion would eat a chicken. You know, they would more so eat like a zebra. But anyway, um, chickens 
are very brave to exist day after day in their con- conditions and not literally be having fucking meltdowns. <laughs> like, what was that movie we all saw? Chicken Run, Chicken Little? I don't know. But like, if you could be living a chicken life every day, just constantly like pumping out eggs for the man or um, constantly getting killed to the capacity that they are killed for their meat. If you could live that life, if you could be in a coop with like hundreds to thousands of chickens, if you could like have your life, the natural lifespan being like you develop over a few years, if you could have that on warp speed where you're on basically steroids where in six months you're like a full-blown adult chicken, but you're really a baby chicken. Like, what? 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 Okay, that's all for now. I love you. Goodbye.